Hey, man, we get to the end of the show. And we can't end it without talking about the NBA and all the mess that comes with it. <laughs> so first we're going to talk about um, the playground. I mean, the NBA All-Star Draft. And that is going to be televised. And, um, you know, last year they decided to pick the two most hyped people that got the highest votes became team captains. So everybody stands outside on the playground and then they get picked. I take you. I take you. And the kid with the crutches and the thick glasses always gets picked last. (laughs) So (laughs) some people were saying, like, like um, Tracy McGrady would say, I want to see, I want to watch it because I want to see who they're going to pick last. Like, who, who, who's at the bottom of the barrel, really? But at the top of the bottom. You know, because mm-hmm. if you're, you're at the bottom of the barrel, you're not even in the selection process. So you're at the top of the bottom of the barrel. Anyway, so what do I think? You think this should be um, televised, Hugh? Not really. I really don't care about all that. You know, uh, I definitely will be excited to see who's going to be picked for the team as far as when they let us know the lineups. We don't really have to go through all that, you know. Um, I just don't feel like a for what. You know, some people might like it. It might be a little bit more insight of what's going on and the selections of how they select the teams because you're going to see them and pick the people they want. Like you said, playground style, but not really interested. Hell, the All-Star games are not really as relevant. You know, they're starting to get a little bit more competitive, but it's like, for the most part, it's like, what is it? Who really cares if it gets out of five? It's a lineup system. The lineups is play. I probably take a peek at it, but I don't think if I, if I have to help Brady start watching that game all day, it won't happen. Because I ain't going to watch it all day. So I look in on it and go about my business. I usually focus on basketball after the All-Star break. So, no, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care about it. All right, Jay. What do you think? Is that televised or it don't even matter to you? Um, I think it's cool. I'm going to watch it. Because, I mean, it's almost like the like like you said, um, at the beginning of the segment, Monique, you said the playground, you know, and that's what we <clears throat> used to doing, you know, on the, on the playground, you know, we pick our teams or whatever. And we, I mean, back in the day, we didn't care about too much who, who was picked last, you know what I'm saying? We just went on the ball, you know, and these players, they're, they're professionals. So a, they said last year, I think, uh, Al Horford was picked last. He know he's not better than no Steph Curry or no Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? He know he's not better than those people. So why would he get pissed off or whatever by getting picked last or whatever? I mean, they're they're professionals. And I just think it's fun for this newer generation of uh, fans that we have. You know what I'm saying? To actually just watch it. You know what I'm saying? Watch who, you know, LeBron going to pick on this team or Steph or whoever going to pick who. I, I just think it's it's a uh, um a marketing tool for the NBA to use to get people to watch the actual All Star game because not too many people watch it that much these days. They'll watch All Star Saturday Night, you know, what I'm saying with the 
dunk contests and three-point shootout and stuff. But when it comes to the All-Star game, they'll glance at it here and there, but they ain't going to sit and watch no All-Star game because nobody don't actually – it's not a game. It's just a exhibition to the point where they just, you know, throwing alley-oops to each other, bouncing the ball up, trying to dunk or, you know, throwing behind the – uh, the head shots from half court, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, it's not really, yeah, it's not, it's not really an actual game, you know? And I think that I wouldn't say this will probably help the actual game. I think this will help the viewership of the game, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like I said, with the younger generation of fans to actually watch it, you know, oh, they done picked this person on their team. Oh man. You know, and they can get to actually watch it, watch their reactions and, you know, that type of stuff. They probably do a stupid handshake or whatever they may do. So, you know, I, I think it's cool. I, I'm, I'm going to actually watch it. I'm going to actually watch it. Probably the first year, but probably the second year we talk about it, I probably ain't going to watch that shit. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, it's cool, though. I think it's cool. And we actually... Yeah. If y'all can remember, last year we kind of talked about this. And we were, um, I know I was saying that I felt like they should televise it. And the reason they wasn't televising it was because Adam Silver has said that, um, yeah, yeah, ain't want nobody feelings to be heard. Somebody may be, you know, pissed because they got picked last. So everything could be anonymous. Like, man, come on. You know, so. And that's why the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's cool that they they decided to to show it. Uh, all right. So like I said in the beginning, we were talking about Kyrie Irving getting mad at um this little young guy, this little this little guy with softness, soft serve, um, Jamal Murray from the, from Denver. Um attempt, he was attempting his fiftieth shot, his fiftieth point. You know, he wanted a 50-point game, you know. And, um, but the way he went about it, in my opinion, was a little on the shady side, which is why he is soft-served. It's, it's a little um, like you shouldn't do it. But in response to that, Kyrie got mad and threw a ball into the stand. Now, while I agree with old dude did was, unnecessary and soft and wasn't like even like ethical like <laughs> Kyrie was wrong for throwing that ball into the stand but they did say that whoever somebody caught it and gave it to the little boy that was wearing Jamal Murray's jersey so hey you know but he missed the shot anyway so he didn't get some 50 points because he was doing some shady shit by trying to shoot the ball let me paint you a picture the game is over. It's seconds left. It's seven seconds left. Everybody like, fuck it, y'all won. It's eight points up. We cannot get eight points. Stuff is like, we cannot get eight points in seven seconds. Everybody is walking off the field. Oh, boy has the ball. Like, oh, well, let me shoot. That's a soft serve move. Uh, he, what you think about it? You think, oh, number you know. one, was that a soft serve move? Number two, was Kyrie, what do you think of Kyrie's reaction? I think the NBA period is soft serve right now. So it was a soft serve move to a soft serve lead. And um, I like that. That doesn't surprise me that he did that. 
Well, Kyrie did with Blood on Ethics with Juvenile, you know, he's still young, but I understand this frustration. It was kind of bushly what my man did. You know, what's the code to a lot of things, you know? I remember before seeing that uh, when Orlando Magic played a game and one of the players almost had to double you know, had one. He was a veteran player, and at the end of the game, he was about to take a shot when the game was already over. And they won the game. And the other team was upset because they said it was Bush League. You know, you already know the game was over. Don't try to show up to score. And that's what I believe happened right there with Kyrie. And I just think that his frustration got the best of him. And that's what took the square that he did what he did. Um, even though I don't feel like it should have been something he did, but I understand why he did it. And I don't feel like he was willing to do it either. I feel like the soft serveness of the league basically is the reason why things are getting out of hand like that anyway. But yeah, I feel like I didn't think Kyrie was really wrong at all. He just let the temper get the best of him. But yeah, I think the guy, what he did, was wrong. You know, he definitely should have been better than that. All right, Jay, here you go about to defend the go ahead. Um, first off, I want to say that I understand why Kyrie did what he did, uh, throwing the ball. And I understand why he was upset. I understand that. I understand why he was upset. You know, when you're a competitor, when you're a competitor, you get pissed at losing, period. Um. And then somebody about to score 50 points on you. And Jamal Murray pay, plays a point card position, which is the same position Kyrie Irving plays. So Kyrie, Terry Rozier, got 50, uh, damn near 50 points uh, dropped on them by, you know, Jamal Murray. Now, here's what I say to, to the fact that he tried to hit his 50th point. It actually would have been 51 because it's a three-pointer. But 50 points don't come too often. And we know in sports that you can be playing one day and then the next day you could tear an ACL and you're done and you're never the same again. Um, we just saw Derrick Rose, you know, last week score 50 points. And, you know, that was his highest scoring um, output in his whole career. And he's had, had like over 40 something points, but it's been years since he's, you know, even came close to that, um, because of what happened to him. Now, Jamal Murray was trying to make history, you know, I mean, just career thing or whatever. Now, when you're playing the NBA game, the NBA game is what, uh, 24 minutes a half. So that's 48 minutes. You play all 48 minutes. Now, I understand that one team may be like, uh, we lost, fuck it. You know, we ain't going to try, forget it, y'all won. And sometimes teams have that mutual agreement. Hey, we just going to let the clock run out or whatever. And Jamar Murray was doing what's his job to do. Now, I do agree. With it being soft, 
I do agree with that. But I don't think he was wrong. Because he was playing the game of basketball. You play all, all the minutes off. You can't assume on one end that, that, uh, that the opposition is going to walk off the court like he walked off the court or going to stop playing because they're up or whatever. I mean, it's a competition. Come on now. It's that, it was, look. It's, it was .7 seconds left. His team was even starting to walk off. He shot the shot as his boy was walking towards him to go towards the bench. He knew he was wrong. That's why he had that stupid look on his face. I mean, look, I'm saying, I'm saying it's a mutual, it, it, it sometimes be a mutual agreement to not shoot the ball or whatever. It, it's a, it's sometimes it's a mutual agreement. Hey, we just gonna let the clock run out. We gonna shake hands before, you know, even the people from the bench. Half of them, half of them dudes was on the court. Well, you know what I'm saying? About to come on the court. So, like I said, I understand that part of it. And I understand him shooting that. It was kind of soft because, you know, you know the game over, dude. They're not defending you. So, why would you shoot? But I'm saying he still had the right to shoot the ball, whether it was wrong or not. He still had the right to shoot it because it was in time. Uh, I mean, in, um, you know, in the, time frame of the of the game ending or whatever. So to me, if I was on the opposition part, I would have just blew it off. I'd probably call him a punk or whatever. That that toss that toss of the ball cost Kyrie I think they cut uh finding like you said what, how much? Twenty five Yeah, twenty five G's. Like dude, like I mean it's, it's probably chump change to Kyrie. But still, it's still twenty five thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying for something like that. You know, so like I said, I I, I can't really argue with what you said, Monique. I can't really. I, I'm not arguing that part of it. I'm just speaking my piece as a competitor, as a former, you know, basketball player, not professional, but as a former ball player. Like sometimes we just, you know, sometimes we dribble the clock out. Sometimes we try to. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And dude had 48 points. Dude had 48 points. And I think the only thing that was going through his mind is, I want to hit 50. And he shot the ball. And when I looked at the video, it didn't look like he was trying to make it, but he could have made it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he told the reporter, he told the reporter, uh, the interviewer or whatever, he was like, you know, I didn't really mean nothing by it. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I just threw the ball up. Or whatever, which it did look like he threw the ball up, but you know I, I can get why Boston would have been pissed off. They're like, dude, we just surrendered, and you still shot the ball anyway. So, like I said, I can understand both sides. So, I just, you know, it's just it's just one of them things. It's just one of them things that could rub a person the wrong way. That so I'm not I'm not mad at Kyrie. I'm not mad at Kyrie. And he only twenty one, so maybe he learned a little respect. I mean, it's just a mutual, like I said, it's that mutual thing. Dude, y'all up to 10 some point. I remember somebody got mad at uh, Lance Stevenson about a season. I think it's last season. Um, They were beating somebody by like 15 something points. And it was like, like a minute left or something or 20. No, it was like 20 something seconds left. And Lance Stevenson just took the ball to the basket. The other team just, you know, 
kind of just standing around, thought he was going to take the shot clock violation, and he just ran to the basket and laid that boy up. <laughs> and they was mad at him or whatever, but my thing is, dog, it's basketball. Like, you don't stop playing. Like, you'll tell the kids that you're coaching not to stop playing. Give it all you got for, you know what I'm saying, 48 minutes or however long we're playing. But like I said, sometimes with the with the pros, they like, look, if the game out of reach, dog, we just going to let it be out of reach. Nobody don't want to get hurt, jack their money up or whatever. So let's just let the clock run out. So sometimes you have the, those mutual agreements, you know what I'm saying, with, with teams. You know, and then sometimes, I mean, you like you just said, Monique, you get a young cat who probably didn't care. Like, dude, I want my 50. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want 50 points. I want to say I scored 50 in the game. You know, Kobe's had 50, my idol. You know, Jordan, he's probably an idol. He had 50, LeBron, all of them. Hey, I want to go down in our record books. So that's probably what he was thinking at the time. And I like what Kyrie said afterwards, though. He was like, we'll see him again. I bet you Kyrie probably dropped 50. That's <laughs> motivation. But yeah, it was it was a soft move. I, I can't I can't deny that. All right, well let's just leave it at that. So let's right. let's end this with Levar Ball. I mean Luke Walton. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you had me scared for a minute. No, I'm gonna say this. This is a quote from Levar Ball in the New York Post. He said, "When was this recent?" Yes, this was. Uh, oh, where did they go? On the fourth, three days ago. Okay. He says, <laughs> if they need help, shoot, I'll coach them. I can coach them with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Lavar, man. I swear.
not necessarily probably to win the championship, but more or less at least try to be playoff bound and bring them back to what they were as a brother. It's not looking too good for him right now. I feel like there's definitely coaches out there who can probably come in and get the job. And that might be a problem for this office. I definitely believe Magic Johnson has issues. And it was basically publicly known that he went and he had conversations and had meetings with the people. You know, he definitely would move off. Um, he's in the way now, though, he did not look late. Hell, he's trying to do the same thing with his size. conference and I think they're going to fire him. He's not going to be the coach too much longer. Um, Magic's already had a conversation with him um, and already done pretty much told him, dude, uh, you're going to have to get it together or uh, or you up out of here. You know, and I don't think, to be totally honest, I don't think it's too much to do with uh, Luke as much as it has to do with um, I think the fan base and who they have on their team. And LeBron's on the team now. So I think the fan base is expecting instant success. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're not really looking at the fact that you got about four to five, like, 20-year-olds, like early 20s. Brandon Egan, LeVar, uh, LeVar. <laughs> Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma. I mean, you got these young cats on your team who are still kind of learning how to play the game on a professional level. So maybe Luke Walton isn't the coach to really bring that together right now. You know what I'm saying? Where they like, hey, we can't, we can't afford the, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, this may take another year or so. We got LeBron here now. So we should be winning, you know what I'm saying? We shouldn't have a four and six record and this type of thing, you know what I'm saying? So I think when it comes down to it, everything's going to fall on the head of the head coach and Magic's going to save his ass too and be like, dude, I mean, I didn't pick you anyway as a coach. <laughs> you know, You know what I'm saying? So we can get you up out of here. I can get, I can hand pick the coach that I want. And then we can move from there. You know what I'm saying? If we going to struggle this year. So I, I give them the January, um, or December, January max, but I give them December for sure. I think is, it's a wrap for Luke Walton. Is this days are numbered. All right. So I'm just going to say. LeVar, get the shot. Say <laughs> <laughs> you stop it. 
Ain't nobody heard about the big ballers draining them shoes. Ain't nobody ever got their shoes. No, I ain't heard about that no more. Them, uh, them Sunday's best gym shoes. You uh, old man, Captain Ray, too. Oh, yeah, I definitely heard they was trying to bring down the fight from the boys. That's all right. That's probably still going to stay. He might want to uh, shoot his shot at Coach. Kanye comes to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. But that's our show for y'all. I hope y'all laugh and love our as much as I do. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one.